From Greenville, South Carolina, we present... Let the Bible Speak. Let the Bible Speak is the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, preaching Christ in all His fullness. that you have joined us for another broadcast of Let the Bible Speak, featuring messages preached by Dr. Alan Cairns, founder of Let the Bible Speak Radio Ministries. Currently, Dr. Cairns is bringing a series of studies in the earthly life and ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, messages that focus on the Savior Himself, as revealed in His teaching and miracles, His atoning death on the cross, and His glorious resurrection. We'll hear from Dr. Cairns in just a few minutes. First of all, we invite you to enjoy this devotional thought from the pen of Charles Haddon Spurgeon, as found in his collection called Morning and Evening. The text for this morning is found in the book of the Revelation, chapter 14 and verse 1. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion. The apostle John was privileged to look within the gates of heaven, and in describing what he saw, he begins by saying, I looked, and lo, a lamb. This teaches us that the chief object of contemplation in the heavenly state is the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. Nothing else attracted the apostles' attention so much as the person of that divine being who hath redeemed us by his blood. He is the theme of the songs of all glorified spirits and holy angels. Christian, here is joy for thee. Thou hast looked, and thou hast seen the Lamb. Through thy tears thine eyes have seen the Lamb of God taking away thy sins. Rejoice then. In a little while, when thine eyes shall have been wiped from tears, thou wilt see the same Lamb exalted on his throne. It is the joy of thy heart to hold daily fellowship with Jesus. Thou shalt have the same joy to a higher degree in heaven. Thou shalt enjoy the constant vision of his presence. Thou shalt dwell with him forever. I looked, and lo, a lamb. Why, that lamb is heaven itself. For as good Rutherford says, Heaven and Christ are the same thing. To be with Christ is to be in heaven, and to be in heaven is to be with Christ. That prisoner of the Lord very sweetly writes in one of his glowing letters, O my Lord Christ, if I could be in heaven without thee, it would be a hell. And if I could be in hell and have thee still, it would be a heaven to me, for thou art all the heaven I want. It is true, is it not, Christian? Does not thy soul say so? Not all the harps above can make a heavenly place, if God his residence remove, or but conceal his face. All thou needest to make thee blessed, supremely blessed, is to be with Christ. Every voice and heart is Worthy is the Lamb to 
18th chapter of Luke's Gospel, the Lord Jesus Christ presented a parable to the end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. If ever there was a time when believers in the Lord Jesus Christ needed to pray, surely it is now. The moral condition of our land, the apparent powerlessness of our churches, cry out for God's people to seek the Lord earnestly for revival. To encourage true Christians in the urgent need to pray, let the Bible Speak is pleased to offer, free of charge, copies of a powerful message by Jonathan Edwards, one of the greatest Christian leaders and thinkers this country has ever produced. The title is typical of Edwards' time, a humble attempt to promote explicit agreement and visible union of God's people in extraordinary prayer for the revival of religion and advancement of Christ's kingdom on earth. Don't let the title put you off. This is a message for this hour. In a 20-page booklet form, Edward's sermon calls upon believers to unite in earnest prayer for God to come in reviving power upon His church. The great revivals of history have always come as the result of fervent prayer, sometimes on the part of just a few Christians who were burdened to seek God for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit and revival power. That power is still available for those who will seriously seek it. To obtain your free copy of this message, you may call us at 864-244-2408.
That's 864-244-2408. If you wish, you may email info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. Or you may write to Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615, and ask for Edwards on Prayer. The address again is Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Ask for the message, Edwards on Prayer, and we'll be happy to send you a free copy. On today's broadcast of Let the Bible Speak, Dr. Cairns brings the concluding portion of a message called The Tide of Virtue and the Touch of Faith. In Matthew chapter 14, verses 34 through 36, we find Christ being thronged by a vast multitude of people who brought great numbers of sick and afflicted to him. In a great demonstration of his compassion and power, he healed every one of them, both physically and spiritually. The first lesson Dr. Cairns has emphasized from this account is that Christ has enough virtue to meet the needs of all who come to him in faith. Then the Savior places himself where needy souls can reach him. He is the available and accessible Christ. Finally, it is at the touch of faith that Christ releases the fullness of his saving power. Here is the action of God's grace— bringing repentant sinners all spiritual blessings in Christ. Now Dr. Cairns brings the final portion of The Tide of Virtue and the Touch of Faith. As many as called on the name of the Lord were saved. Every calling one will be saved. That's the force of Romans ten thirteen. Every calling one will be saved because Christ is always the answering Christ. I love to think of this. None ever appealed to him in vain. Nobody brought their trouble to him in vain. He had the answer. Oh, there were some people unwilling for his answer. A young man of great intellect and ability, but great pride and great lustfulness. A young man whose mother was praying for him night and day came under conviction of sin. And he prayed, Lord, save me from my sin but not just yet. 
He got no answer. And then he prayed, Lord, save me from my sins. Except this sin. And he got no answer. For God is not in the business of doing deals with sinners. And then brought to the end of himself, he cried, God, save me now from all my sin. And immediately God answered him. And Augustine of Hippo, as he became known to church history, became a child of God. Jesus is the answering Christ. Now this creates a glorious opportunity. Whatever your need this morning, let me tell you, Christ awaits our coming. He gives us every opportunity to bring our needs to Him. And indeed, do you see it in the text? All who are saved to bring others to Him. They not only came themselves, they were scouring the countryside to bring others to the Lord Jesus. Oh, let us seize the opportunity this morning. This opportunity the Lord gives us. Let us seize it both to bring our own need to Him and to bring others to His feet. You know, the people of Gennesaret recognize this as a return visit. It's been some time since he stood in our midst. But here he is. And when he leaves us this time, he might never return. Men and women, there are some of you who have waited a long time because of your sin and your hardness and your wickedness and your coldness and your, your detestation of the things of God and your selfishness and your own, whatever it is, the particular sin of your heart. There are people here, and God has spoken to your heart this morning in a way that you haven't felt in a long time. Let me tell you, take the opportunity that grace presents grasp it with two hands as these people did and you'll find as they did that Christ rewards such faith for the last obvious thing that I say as we close this morning is that at the touch of faith the Lord Jesus releases the fullness of his saving power now, understand this, that the virtue and power that the Lord Jesus exercised to heal and to save these people was uh, released purely by grace. These people didn't deserve it. They didn't buy it. They didn't work for it. He came graciously to do this freely for them. He could do as he willed, and he did do as he willed. But it is very significant that he worked only through the touch of faith of those who came to him. And that faith was remarkable. Read what these people said, Lord, let us but touch the border or the hem of your garment. 
What a contrast, say, to Naaman in the Old Testament, who was dying of leprosy. And when he heard of the way of God's grace, he came to the prophet, and he went away in a rage when he was told the way of life. Why? He said, I thought he would come out and he would strike his hand upon the leprosy and there would be some great theatrical show. I thought he would put on a performance. Some people like that, you know. Their religion has to be a religion of theatrical performance. But these people were in dead earnest and they were not looking for Christ to do some great circus act. Oh, they were humble before him, and they said, Lord, let us but touch the hem of your garment. Our faith is not in the theater. Our faith is not in the public pomp and circumstance. Our faith is in the person and the virtue and the value of Jesus and his work. That's where they were. They just desired to touch him. Is that where you are this morning? I just want to touch him. I just want contact with Christ. Real contact. I want to get beyond the theory. I want to get beyond the words. I want to get beyond the profession. I want to get beyond the appearance. Oh, I want the reality of contact with Christ. A man, if that's where you are this morning, this is the text for you. As many as touched him. Theirs was the touch of a physical hand. Ours is the touch of the more powerful hand of simple faith. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. I believe in the virtue of thy life and of thine atoning death. I believe in the power of thy mighty resurrection. I take thee as my prophet, my priest, my king, my lord, my master, my redeemer, my savior, my friend. I take Christ and all that's in him, and as many as touched were made whole I said the word means saved. Actually, it's an intensive form of the verb that's used here as distinct, say, from Mark. And the word means, yes, to save, but it means to rescue. It means to keep from perishing or to bring safely through. What a beautiful statement. As many as touched him were rescued. As many as touched him were saved from perishing. As many as touched him were brought safely through. Through to where? Ah, let me tell you, he's never going to leave one of his people until he brings them safely through to the Father's house. We're going home to glory. There's no doubt of that. 
Not all the storms of life can hinder our progress there. Not all the demons of hell can stop our entrance into glory. And on the way, there's victory. There's victory because he bring us safely through. One very good commentator in the Gospel of Matthew summed this all up. He said, The result was measured by their faith. So it ever is. Great faith will achieve great things. It ever has done so, and so it will again. Virtue streams through every avenue of the universe from Christ. Now, there's a theological statement well worth pursuing. Virtue streams through every avenue of the universe from Christ. The touch of faith will bring it to ourselves. One day in the court of Tsar Alexander of Russia, a Russian countess stood before him and she said this, Sire, if you come to God as the Tsar of all the Russians, you'll get nothing. But if you come to him as an undeserving sinner, trusting the Savior who died for you, you will get all the blessings of the gospel. She was right. All the blessings of the gospel. That's what I'm talking about today. All the blessings of the gospel. You remember Ephesians 1, 3? He hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Does that cover your need this morning? Does that address your situation today? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Man, that covers your need and it covers my need. There is a tide of virtue flowing from Christ, but it reaches you by the touch of faith. For by grace are ye saved through faith, never without it. I trust this morning that here in our little Gennesaret, whatever your need, whatever your need, you'll address it to the Savior. He's here. 
He's able. He's willing. Reach out in the response of believing faith. Take Christ for all your need. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Let's all pray. Father in heaven, we thank thee for the Lord Jesus. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Jesus. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Lord. We ask Thee today to stamp the wonder of our glorious Savior upon every heart and conscience. Our God, we pray that after the feeble voice of man is silent, Thou wilt speak on to every heart. And our God, today we plead with Thee to bring the lost and the backslidden the hurt, the wounded, the down, the depressed, the despairing, the hopeless. Bring them all to Christ today. Thank God He has the virtue. He has the grace. He has the power to make every one of them whole. Hear our prayer. Bless thy word and give lasting fruit. We pray in Jesus' name. We pray for Jesus' sake. Amen. The Bible Speak is the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, founded by Dr. Alan Cairns. Let the Bible Speak is also heard in many parts of the world through the international radio outreach of Let the Bible Speak, produced in Northern Ireland. The Free Presbyterian Church stands without apology for the absolute inerrancy of the Bible, emphasizing preaching that centers on the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ and is militant in its stand against the ecumenical apostasy and the efforts of the world to infiltrate the church. For further information about the Free Presbyterian Church, you may email info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. You may call us at 864-244-2408, or you may write, Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Again, that's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Also, we encourage you to visit the website of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America at www.fpcna.org. That's www.fpcna.org. This is Charles Kelsch saying thank you for listening and inviting you to join us again as we Let the Bible Speak. (music) 